0: the open side for Bette off the here to Simon who's quick Pete Simon looking for Corrine Bette back to Simon
1: Hi there, welcome to The Windup. Now, this is a nice new little segment that we've got running uh, in preview for the World Cup. So it's an opportunity for us uh, to get together and briefly chat through the rugby action that's coming up this weekend. So we have named it The Windup. This is our match previews and predictions section. Uh, We have got Harry Wilson in honour of him, one of the all-time great Aussie rugby wallabies that unfortunately isn't over there plying his trade for the wallabies, but... How good is it to see him when he gets that wind-up from a a, a goal-line dropout or, um, yeah, when he's just running at the opposition? I've got um, Lockie with me tonight and really excited to dive through this weekend's upcoming game. So we'll start things off uh, in Pool A, biggest game of the weekend for if you're French particularly. uh, On Friday, our time Friday morning, 5 o'clock, France versus Uruguay. Now, Lockie, what's your thoughts On this one, how do you see it going?
0: Hello to you and hello to the wind-up listeners. It's our very first time and keen to rip in. uh, Short and sweet, and it's France. France are going to absolutely pants poor Uruguay in their first hit out of the tournament. Uh, I'm seeing France to win 30-plus. I've tipped them by 34. And even with, you know, resting DuPont and a couple of their stars like Pernod, they've still got stacks of talent on the field. So, yeah, a big win, 30-plus. And I think I've got um, incoming skipper Anthony Geelong, who's famously remembered for faking getting hit in the head by Marek <laughs> a couple of years ago. Um, I've got him as my first try scorer. So see, keen to see how this one plays out.
1: Yeah, very excited for this one as well. See how France do back up after their opening game last weekend against New Zealand. Uh, what I'm interested to find out is how, how- – Early on in the game, do you think France can secure that bonus point, that four-try bonus point? It did take the Wallabies 60-odd minutes to get it uh, against Georgia. Do you think France can get it knocked up by 40?
0: Oh, with great respect to Uruguay, I think Georgia probably tougher opponents at this point. Um, I, I see him getting it before half time, um, the four points, although I'd love to see Uruguay have a bit of a fight back. It is their first game. Maybe they've got fresh legs. Who knows? They could even get a fast start, but I think you'd be a brave man to suggest that France aren't getting the five points out of it.
1: Well, I'm also going to back France in this one as well, and I think it will be by at least that bonus point mar- margin of four tries, so... Uh, Should be a good game nonetheless, and will be interesting to see if the support for France can continue into their second pool game of the tournament. Now, the next game in Pool A is New Zealand's first opportunity to get a win in Rugby World Cup 2023. They're up against Namibia. Now, Namibia did get smashed last week. Uh, Can you see a world when Namibia can somehow scrape things together and put a half-decent score up against New Zealand?
0: Oh, it's a tough gig. I mean, New Zealand have had the extra day rest as well. Uh, and the lineup that New Zealand have dropped for this game against Namibia is scary. I mean, just look, look at some of these players. <laughs> You've got Damien McKenzie, Lester Fine Ganuku, uh, Havili, Leonard Brown, Clark, and Barrett in the back line. Um, that is absolutely stacked. And then Artie Sevier as captain. Um, Brody and Sam Whitelock in the middle. This is arguably a stronger side than the one they rolled out against. (laughs) Depending on what province you're back, um, over the ditch. So I can uh, see this getting pretty ugly for the Namibians. I've tipped the Kiwis by 70, and expect a couple of yeah, 70. Expect a couple of angry rolling more tries from Samisani Takiyaha. I reckon.
1: I I would be happy if Namibia can somehow cross the line first. Now we did see in the opening weekend of World Cup 2023 that some of the Tier 2 nations did end up scoring first, that famous first try to Romania against Ireland. If Namibia can at least do that this week, I think that would be a win in my books. But I I would not be surprised if this is 105, 110 point differential uh, this weekend. New Zealand definitely needs to make a statement after last week uh not haven't heard actually too much around what is going on in New Zealand but it, it's panic stations with uh the warriors also getting the loss at last weekend as well so uh, everyone's expecting <laughs> the all blacks to put some pride back in that jersey and and uh, bounce back after a pretty tough loss last week against France let's um move into pool b and tonga's getting their first opportunity to show what they're made of in rugby world cup 23 Going up against Ireland, Sunday morning, our time, 5 o'clock kickoff. Do you think there's an upset brewing here? Could you see Ireland managing to uh, slip on that banana peel and, and get beaten by Tonga?
0: Yeah, I reckon if you're a Mario Kart fan, I reckon there's a blue shell coming up if you're Ireland. I think there is so much riding on this. Um, for the world number ones. Tonga obviously coming in fresh, had a bit of an up and down Pacific Nations um, Cup series, but they had that win against Australia A and they've got some of the world's best players, irrespective of the region they come from. Uh, Charles Pietau in, you know, ridiculous form across Bristol. Massive units up front like Ben Taumafina, and um, the likes of Sam Luizzi. Um Solomon Funaki at halfbacks a star. I think Tonga are going to give this a really, really good crack. I just think the Irish have too much composure at this point. So I'm still tipping Ireland. I've got them winning by 17, but I don't Mm. think they're going to jag the bonus point. I think this is going to be a real scrappy game and um, it's going to be goal-kicking that gets them over the line.
1: It'll be interesting to see how Tonga can adapt their style of playing if they have had enough time in preparation for this World Cup with some of the injuries they picked up right before the World Cup kicked off and some of their big names that aren't able to feature for them is Ralph for example. I think Ireland are going to bounce back, well, continue their run from uh, that opening game against Romania last week where they put on 80-odd points. Uh, I, I, Like you said, I, I'm, I'd be surprised if Ireland are able to get the bonus point. I think Tonga are good enough to keep it off them, but I still think that Ireland will come away with at least a 10 to 20-point Uh, A margin there. So looking forward to seeing what Tonga can throw up in this World Cup though. It's probably the most competitive Tonga team we've seen to date. Uh, The second game of Pool B, South Africa, the current Rugby World Cup holders up against Romania. Now this is, we saw Romania last weekend. Unfortunately, it was an 82 point differential. Uh, Can Romania come a little bit closer to the Springboks?
0: Oh, I can't imagine they're going to have a particularly good time. Um, I think the I mean, the side that the box have wheeled out, we talked about the All Blacks stacked against Nubia. This Springbok side is almost just as strong. I mean, some of the names on here, you've got a pack that's still got Oxnich, Bongi Manambi and Vincent Kosh starting. I think that's going to be the toughest part, having that world-class front row rolling in. And then you've still got, I mean, Cobus Reinhardt, and Willemser and in the halves, mum PP Um, Did you bring in Andre Estahajan and Kanan Moody, the centre pairing that carved up New Zealand? I mean, there are stars. And also four halfbacks, four halfbacks in the matchday squad. They've all managed to slip in, I imagine. Maybe <laughs> FAF shifts to 10. Obviously, Grant Williams and Kobus can both play on the wing as well. So they're really using their depth. Um, I think the box win and they win well. I'm tipping them 50-plus.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being the stand mini that you watch on Sunday morning, uh, Monday morning, or or I don't think many people other than the diehard South Africans will be getting up to watch this one in full. But Island Tonga is definitely going to be a game where I can expect you're going to want to see the full 80 minute, um, see how it goes. Now let's get into the Wallabies, Pool C. So the first game of uh, the weekend for Pool C is Wales against Portugal. Now we haven't seen Portugal in this World Cup yet. We did see Wales uh, get that win over Fiji last week. Everyone would be assuming Wales do get the victory here. Do you see it going any other way?
0: I see it being tighter than people expect. I'd really like more for the Wallabies' sake than anyone else's for uh, Oslobos to give them a really good crack, obviously coming in fresh um, like all these teams that have um, skipped a week before. So I see it being pretty tight to start with. I think Portugal's got some really strong outside backs that can challenge the Welsh as well, um, but I can't see Wales dropping off, and I can probably see them bagging a bonus point. I've got them winning by twenty.
1: Yep, yeah, I, I expect it to be quite similar as well from an Aussie perspective. It would be great if uh, Portugal could do the impossible and beat Wales. That would do the Wallabies a great deal of service. But let's uh, let's get into the Wallabies game now. So. The first real test in some ways for the Wallabies in this World Cup, up against Fiji, we saw how competitive Fiji were last week against Wales. If it wasn't for uh, the bounce of the ball or uh, the ability to regather a bit of pretty long pass, uh, Rodratra goes in untouched and scores that try and they, they get the victory against Wales. How do you see this one going? Do you have confidence that Eddie Jones and the boys can get the victory?
0: I mean, it's really make or break for both teams, isn't it? And in another world, Fiji probably get up with the rub of the green from the referee, a lot of conjecture around the bulk of penalties. I think Wales had 19 to Fiji's, three or four, and only one yellow card each. So make that make sense with the greatest respect to our match officials. But, um, yeah, if this is going to be a hard and fast start from both sides but I feel as though the Wallabies will still have their measure. If we can hang tough in the first half, historically we've been able to pull back teams like Fiji, and if the emotion doesn't get the better of us, I can see us actually winning well in this game. It's about managing that first half. So I tipped them in the last ep. I tipped them by 20, which was bloody ambitious, but I'm (laughs) going to stick with it. Uh, A man of my word. So I'm going to go Australia by 20, uh, Marika to cross the first try and a huge shift from all our Aussies with Fijian heritage boys like Samu Karevi, no one going to need um, Maybe Sully gets a run. We'll have to wait until the team list comes out. But expecting... Isaac finds you- the
1: Liwasa as well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. He'll feature Lange Gleason, obviously, with connections. Rob Valentini. There's stacks of these boys. So really excited. it's going to be a huge occasion for both teams.
1: I think we saw last week in that first game, the Wallabies didn't finish things off well, and they allowed Georgia to score the final try kind of uh took dominance at the end of the game, which was not what we wanted to see. Not the impact that we were expecting or we needed from the bench. So I can we haven't at this time of recording got the 23 for that game um for the wallabies or for Fiji, but I think the the makeup of that 23 and the makeup of the bench is going to be really crucial here. We saw last week that Fiji finish really strong. And it was only six or seven minutes from full time that Fiji were down 18 points and they managed to score nearly three times in that. So that's ve- like a, that's a very New Zealand style of play. Never say never. This team can score points from anywhere. If we aren't at our, our peak and our best and we haven't extended the lead to something that the Fijians can't run down, I'd be scared that the Fijians are able to actually chase us at the end. So I'm going to actually go... I'm not going to say Fiji to win. I'm also not going to say Australia to win. I think this is going to be tight, and I think it's going to be our first draw of the tournament. So I'm going for a draw between Australia and Fiji.
0: I love to see it. And just quickly on this one, we've had some news coming out of the Raw, a couple of other areas reporting that Taniola Tupo is a bit touch and go at the moment. Obviously, we won't know. Maybe this is scuttled by the time it comes out, but James Slipper firming for a return. And that experience, that injection of 120-plus test caps – it's going to be massive for Australia's confidence and composure. We talk about being able to manage the game and really grind Fiji out of the contest. Don't give him a sniff. A player like James Slipper is the perfect person to help achieve that.
1: Well, 1.45am Monday morning. Make sure you're up cheering the Wallabies on. And this is definitely the game that you're going to want to get the full replay for. Uh, I expect the 20-minute package will probably go for about 36 minutes because it's going to be an absolute cracker. But let's Belker. finish things off. We've, we've got Paul D., um, again, another team we haven't seen uh, yet in the tournament. Samoa up against Chile. Uh, they play on Saturday night, 20, 11 p.m. our time. We would expect Samoa to get the victory in this one, just in based on the fact that Chile is in their first ever World Cup. What is a pass mark for you for Samoa? What is the score prediction that you think would be good enough? That's a great
0: question. Great question. I think a pass mark is a bonus point win for Samoa because if they're to be considered serious quarterfinal contenders to knock off either, you know, England or Argentina, plus overcoming Japan, this is the game where they need to bank five points. So if they're not doing that, I don't really think they're in contention for a quarterfinal sport. So huge test and perfect test for them. With the extra break coming in, Chile's coming off the game against Japan, the emotion of their first game, potentially some fatigue and some managing semi-professional and emerging professional bodies. So I see Samoa winning and winning well. I've tipped him by 30.
1: Oh, that's a big score. Uh, I'm just really looking forward to seeing how some of the Moana Pacifica players go. Uh, Christian Lillifano for one of them, former Wallaby, lining up for Samoa in, in his second World Cup. So just seeing some of that talent come across and some of the other players that have shifted across from the All Blacks and from other nations around the world. Getting their opportunity with Samoa in this World Cup is going to be awesome. Uh, I don't, unfortunately, see Chile being a real challenge for them. And so this is a good opportunity for Samoa to stake their claim and sort of show what they're capable capable of and play the style of rugby that we know the Pacific Islanders can. Throw it around a lot, score a lot of flashy tries. I think it's going to be a pretty exciting game. Finishing things off for the weekend, we do have England versus Japan. Now, uh, Japan went down last week. England did get up over Argentina, which for some people was a bit of an upset. Uh, we were expecting Argentina to be a little bit more dominant against England, and England kicked everything they possibly could to win the game. Do you expect? Well, first of all, we'll get your prediction, but I also want to know: do you, your thoughts on does England change their game plan? Does they change? Do they change their style coming into a team like Japan? <sighs>
0: Oh, I mean, it depends really on their selection, but that's a winning formula for England. They need to get out of the pool first and foremost, and they are on the easier side of the draw. So my gut feel is why change a good thing? They've comfortably beaten Argentina down a player, which is a huge, huge task given everyone was, well, largely people were tipping the pumas to win this pool. So whether that's a reflection on Argentina's performance, maybe that flat at the palms, who knows, but I certainly would expect George Ford to be in that 10 jersey and kicking everything he possibly can to pin down the Japanese and try and make them run out of their territory. Um, I see it being a bit of an ugly game, honestly. Um, Japanese can play really expansive flowing rugby and contrasting that with the Poms' gross 10-man abomination. I see it being tight and ugly. I see England getting through on points by five.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a tight game as well. I think Japan is a good enough team defensively to not let England get that bonus point. I don't see this being more than a 10-point differential uh I think Japan has and they have shown particularly last in the last World Cup 2019 what they can do and the nation that they are are coming and growing into in the world in the rugby world so pretty similar team to what we had in the last tournament some new faces obviously coming into it but same coaching setup I would expect Japan to probably be a little bit more dominant than we saw last week Um, and that's obviously against the opposition that they're playing so I could see a world where Japan do get up over England as well. I don't think that's a complete non-event here. So I would love to see Japan get the win. But I, as, you, as you were sort of saying as well, I think England do know that they need to win all of their games and then they need to win them well. Um, so again, they'll be kicking things from everywhere. I wonder if we will see a, a drop goal from the 22 this week um, from George Ford just to top his efforts last week.
0: They're just showing off. Maybe chuck it on the left. Maybe the old um, drop goal from the uh, half back position, bit of a fake boxy. Um, we might see it all. Or like
1: the backwards, the heel flick, the heel kick over <laughs> the...
0: Exactly a bit of Barbar's footy. I think Barbar's <laughs> footy is about as far from England as you can get at the moment. So fingers crossed the Brave Blossoms can cause an upset. No one loves beating the English more than we do. And if anyone else does that, I'll fully get behind them.
1: Well, that's it. That's all the games for this coming weekend. uh, Week two of Rugby World Cup 2023. Really looking forward to seeing how some of these fixtures do play out. The Wallabies getting their first real test up against Fiji. is going to be an absolute cracker. Make sure you get your tips in if you haven't done so as well. Still still time for you to join our tipping comp. Still time to join our fantasy comp as well. Um, But yeah, that's kind of it. We'll keep it short. We'll keep it sharp. And we'll uh, be back early next week with a podcast. To review all of the action from this weekend but also focus on that game against the wallabies and fiji thanks for tuning in we'll catch you next week bye